Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast with Steve Schellenberger. You're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you transform your life and achieve results that otherwise would have seemed difficult or even impossible. In each episode, you'll learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals. Steve is the number one national best-selling author. He's successfully started 11 businesses in three separate industries. He is a highly sought-after keynote speaker and corporate trainer for organizations around the world, an executive coach, the father of six, and the founder of Becoming Your Best Global Leadership. Here is Mr. Steve Schallenberger. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast listeners. Wherever you might be in the world today, this is Steve Schallenberger, your host, and today I am thrilled to be able to be able to talk about a very specific subject. And I'd like to introduce this, first of all, by sharing one of my favorite poems, which is at the very heart of becoming your best. It goes like this, and some of you have heard it, good, better, best, never let it rest, till the good is better and the better is best. As simple as that poem is, it gets at the very heart of the spirit of becoming your best. In other words, what is my best as an individual? What am I really capable of doing? And what is the best of our our relationship or our teams? Or how about our company? And what role can I play to help us be the best at what we do? And so it's really starting to get at the heart of those type of questions. What are you and I capable of doing? And that is the very purpose of Becoming Your Best, the book, and the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, because they give us the capacity, the skill set, and reinforces the mindset of getting to our best, which then in turn brings more prosperity, uh, greater fulfillment in life, and greater happiness. (laughs) I, I have to laugh a little bit. I saw a quote one time by John Wayne, and it said, life is tough, but it's tougher if you're stupid. (laughs) I really laughed at that, but there's some truth in that is I happened to be at the Las Vegas airport waiting for a plane, and I overheard a fellow on the phone, and he said, he said, the leaders of our company define stupid. Oh, boy, I knew there were problems then when I heard that. Well, it's the 12 principles of highly successful leaders that help us avoid being stupid. Uh, And one of the principles, each one of these principles is important, but I'm going to focus on one of them today that truly is a game changer. And we use the foundation of other principles within the 12. Be true to character, having a clear inspirational vision or living the golden rule, building trust. Each of these is important. Being accountable and responsible for our own uh, actions. Well, the one I want to talk about today is be an effective communicator. And very specifically, a couple of parts of specific skills that you and I can do that make all the difference in the world. Now, I heard this little quote one time, the greatest mistake we humans make in our relationships is that we listen half, understand quarter, think zero, and react double. (laughs) Have you ever seen that before? Uh, I've seen research that says that the cumulative cost per employee is about 26,000 annually due 
to communication barriers or problems. I used to be a little skeptical when I saw that at first, what, how accurate it was. But over the last couple of years, I have come to believe that is exactly right on. Just think about it. If there is a communication miscue between the leaders of nations, what could the consequence of that be? Well, it can be into the billions of dollars. It could be into thousands of lives that are put at risk or lost. Or how about in a marriage relationship or a partnership if there's a miscue or communication breaks down? Well, what's the cost of that in human suffering or even if it ultimately goes to a divorce, the, the pain that everybody has to pay? Well, uh, certainly if we can be successful in our communication, it helps us be far more effective. And so part of the subject I'd like to talk about today in the next few minutes is how to be able to bring up anything and achieve winning communications and results. Now, there's two distinct skill sets here. One distinct skill set is being an effective, becoming your best type listener. In other words, the spirit of that, expecting the best. And the second is achieving winning communications and becoming your best results. Well, becoming your best results, that's a very specific type. It's among the best. So just think of a coin in your pocket for a moment. Reach into your pocket or your purse and you pull out this beautiful, valuable coin. And it has two sides. One side of communication is listening and the other side of the coin is collaboration. And so I just want to spend a couple of minutes talking about each side of that coin and how it can make a difference. And I have seen this time and time again where one person practicing these principles can make all of the difference in the world. They can set the tone in a team or an organization or an inner relationship. And if something gets fired up, this one person that understands these skills can help it get on track and get to a better place. Okay, let's talk about side one. Side one of that coin is being an effective listener. Um, I love this little quote, quick to listen, slow to wrath, and quick to understand. <laughs> that actually comes from a biblical term over 2,000 years ago that was written in James 1.19 and being swift to listen and slow to speak and slow to wrath. Isn't that great counsel if we can do that? But the question is how? How can we do that when so many things happen? Well, here is a suggestion or a recommendation I'd like to make. Anytime anybody brings up any issue to you, uh, you say, thank you. Now, let me just put a little footnote here. This thank you has to be a thank you of real intent. In other words, what's in your heart? Do you really want to listen to somebody? The words thank you are just key words. It's a trigger to help you get in control. And uh, so we're going to practice this a little bit. And then the second part is to confirm understanding that you really understand people. So if I were to do this in a real sense, uh, basically, you'd have a role play, and this is what I do in seminars or our, our full-day seminars. Frequently, I'll get the two people together. There'll be a person A and a person B, and, and I'll say, okay, person A, go ahead and throw out 
an insult. <laughs> and it is an absolute riot to watch this take place. But then person B is now armed with this one side of the coin. They have a skill of how they can respond, which is they can acknowledge the person by saying, well, thank you so much for bringing that up. And, uh, or I really appreciate you having the courage to share that, or thanks for saying, you know, sharing these comments. And second is let me be sure I've really got this. I understand what you're saying. It doesn't have to be perfectly those words, but those words can help you get going. Thank you, and let me be sure I got it. So let's say, for example, that person A says, you know, I really think you are such an insensitive person. <laughs> well, what do you say? You say, well, you know, thank you so much for being willing to give me that feedback. I really appreciate it. And so what you're saying is you just feel like I'm insensitive. And the other person will say, yeah, you got it. Well, notice what happened. One person being able to do this has changed the whole tone of everything. And it's not that you have to solve it at that particular moment. But now you understand. And it's only when you and I understand something that we're in a position to get to a better place. So here is invitation number one is to go ahead and practice that uh, for the next week or so, somebody says anything, conscientiously say, <laughs> and you can do it with a smile to yourself, well, thank you so much, regardless of what the feedback is. Watch what happens, and then say what you understand or what you're saying is this. Okay, that's side one of the coin. Now, let's get the side two. Side two are five steps that will help you achieve winning communications and results. And I mean every time. So what's the purpose? Well, the purpose is by your efforts to get things to a better place. Okay, so the first two steps of this second side of the coin are particularly important, pretty straightforward, and they lead in the three, four, and five. And that is for any issue, concern, anything that's been on your mind, you simply say, hey, I've been thinking about something or something has been on my mind and I'd like to share it with you and get your thoughts about it. Would that be okay? Now think about that. How much at ease that puts you or the other person as you bring up what could be a really big time issue. So there you go. The first step is, well, I'd like to, I've been thinking about something and I'd like to share it with you and get your thoughts on it. And that's step number two in this is, well, what are your thoughts? I'd love to get your thinking on this. Now, it's just if it's you and another person, pretty straightforward. Then you have a, you can discuss it. And if you need to, if it gets emotional, go back to the first side of the coin. Well, thank you for sharing that. Let me be sure I get it. And that one person now is changing the tone of things and it becomes far more effective. Now, if it's one person on, uh, on many, in other words, uh, there's quite a few people in the group. It can be three, four, five, it can be 12. Then you do the very same thing. I'd love to get everybody's thinking on this. What are your thoughts? What do you think about this, Mary? How about you, Bob? Others, 
You may even ask someone to capture the thoughts on, on a board or a piece of paper. Steps three and four and five, then take it to a, how do we get it to a better place? And this whole purpose is to create a really positive interchange. So step three is to set goals together. Well, what are some things we can do that might help us get to a better place and engage each other together? Step four is make specific assignments. And then step five is implement it and evaluate how we've done. Have we gotten to a better place? Are we heading towards our best? Well, that's the thought, folks. These are the skill sets of helping us have winning communications and getting winning results every time because you can make a difference. Now, I'd like to just give three examples. And then once again, I invite you to just try these things and see what impact that it has. I was riding on an airplane. And while there, um, there was a professional woman sitting next to me. She had her PhD, very successful. And when she found out what I did, she said, well, I'd like to just tell you something. She said, I want to know how you can help me with my communications. <laughs> and uh, so I laughed uh, to myself. and I said, well, okay, let's give it a run. She said, well, I am at the end of the rope with my husband because he never listens. And uh, for example, he just blows up when the kids leave their towels on the floor after taking a shower and, and he'll just yell at them. And if I say anything, it just kind of cuts me off. He just becomes completely unglued. How can I handle this? Well, this is a wonderful thought because this is a good example of having an issue that's a tough issue and you want to bring up. So how can we apply what we just talked about? Well, one is you just say, when you get together at the right timing uh, with your partner and say, you know, I've been thinking about something. And I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Would that be okay? And the other person says, well, yes or no. <laughs> and you, you just go with the flow. And presuming they say yes, you say, here's my concern. I've noticed that you get very upset when the children leave the towels on the floor after a shower. And, uh, and so then you yell and and so I'm just thinking there might be a better way to handle this to help our children. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. What do you think? Well, this is an example of this. And then you start engaging the person. Let's say that they just blow up right then. Well, then you go to side one of the coin. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts. I appreciate your feedback. And so it, it sounds like uh, it just really ticks you off. Okay. Well, good. Well, what I've just been thinking about is maybe we can end up in a better place that is more positive and maybe we can think about this and talk about it later. It doesn't mean you have to solve it at that second. But what this does is give you real tools to where you can get to a better place. I'd like to finish our podcast today with two other quick stories. <clears throat> Yesterday, uh, my son Rob was giving a seminar on the East Coast with a very successful organization. At the end of the day, the full day seminar, uh, a woman came up and she said, I just want to thank you for today. She said, what an extraordinary experience this has been. She said, not long ago, I lost my husband. And she said, to be honest, I, 
I've been ready to quit uh, and leave this company. I've just about had it. She said, but today, this seminar, what we talked about, these principles have changed everything. She said, I can see by applying these things my way forward, and I am now ready to re-engage and get after it. Well, Rob later shared this very experience with the president of the company. He says, well, thank you for sharing it. He said, because she came up to me afterwards as well and shared the same thing. He said, you need to know a little bit more about her. He said, she is our top sales associate. She alone, through her efforts and in individual production, has contributed $68 million worth of revenues in our company over the last six years. So she's averaging about $10 million of revenues a year. He said, so thank you. I appreciate this impact. Well, this is the power of the principles that we're talking about. And the last story, and particularly of communication, uh, this last story is one that happened to me some years ago. Uh, Roxanne, my wife, came into the house one day and she said, I've decided to run a marathon. <laughs> and in a moment of irresponsibility, I said, well, I'll run it with you. <laughs> I'd kind of promised myself I'd never put myself through such pain. Uh, and at any rate, now I was out of my mouth and I was committed. It was actually quite a wonderful experience. We set our training schedule, which is about a three-month training schedule. And every day we had the opportunity to go out and run together which gave us the chance to talk quite a bit. And one day as we went out, I asked her how she was doing, and she said, fine. But I could tell she really didn't seem to be fine. And so I said, well, that didn't sound like a very convincing fine. At what point she looked back at me, and she, after a pause, she said, well, actually, I've never been more discouraged in my whole life. And I thought to myself, well, that's a very big difference from fine to I've never been more discouraged in my whole life. And I looked back and, and I said, well, it sounds like you're really carrying quite a load. And she said, well, you have no idea. <laughs> she said, we have four boys under seven years old. She said, I wanted to be a doctor and now I am stuck in this house. <laughs> well, I quickly thought to myself, I think I'd been thinking about communication quite a bit because uh, at first I thought, well, have you thought of doing these four things or five things? <laughs> and if I'd have said that, I guarantee she'd have pushed me right in the ditch. But rather I said, well, it sounds like you're really trying to just sort things out. And Roxanne talked for the next 20 minutes, just sharing her thoughts we got back to the front porch at our house at the end of our run. And before we went in, she turned around on her heels and she said, I want to thank you for just listening today. She said, I didn't need any advice. I just needed to be able to talk about this. And she said, this has been so helpful. Thank you. And she turned around and went in the house. Now, I sat there on the front porch wondering what I'd really done. <laughs> But the fact is, all she really needed was someone to listen. And what was interesting is, it never came up again. She understood it. She got it figured out. 
And what a marvelous woman. We went on to have two more children, and there are so many people that praise my wife's name, and especially those six children. Well, that was a crossroads. That particular moment was a crossroads. And having been an effective communicator, ending up with winning communications is a powerful skill and set of skills that each one of us can practice. Well, I challenge each one of us to work on this particular principle, and as we do, we will watch and see the difference that it makes. I wish each one of you the best and would remind you and me that each one of us really can make a difference. Thank you very much. And thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Becoming Your Best podcast. We want to know what your big takeaways were, so head on over to becomingyourbest.com and you can find all the information about the podcast right there as well as the show notes page where we'd love to hear what you thought about each and every single episode. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a rating and review. A rating and review is by far the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because it helps other people find out about the show and decide if this is the podcast for them. So now it's all in your hands. It's time for you to go out there to take action and truly start becoming your best.